Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G-I-G-G-S. No. Roderick. Is there anything that Lionel Messi is better than you at? It's opinions. I respect your opinions. Maybe in your opinion Messi is better than me, but in my mind I'm better than him. I do it again. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of Rodri Giggs on football. We are back live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter for this evening. We have lots to discuss. We are going to be talking, uh, reacting and discussing uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's controversial interview, the impact it will have across uh, across football, whatever. You know, it's going to be a very interesting conversation. We'll also be having a real good uh, look at the opening game of the World Cup. And, uh, of course, then we'll finish up with uh, Wales and England's uh, opening games of the World Cup. The World Cup is here. It is time to discuss those games. Uh, as usual, I am joined by uh, the man himself, Mr. Rodri Giggs. But just before I bring him in, we'll do a little quick uh, Super 6 update. Uh, the Premier League is pausing for the World Cup. So as, as anyone who doesn't know, we're doing Super 6 Prediction League, raising money for charity. Uh, yet again, and we're doing well. Uh, the Premier League's pause for the World Cup. We only had the one round this week, and that was won by Jason Davis with a, a whopping 19 points. Rodri got one more point than me this week, nine versus eight. So uh, he now has a seven-point lead going into the World Cup rounds. The next round is Monday at one o'clock. There, P.S. There's four rounds over the World Cup, all three of the Wales and England group games, plus the round of 16s. So the games and the predictions are thick and fast. Do not forget. Uh, and for those who are watching now on YouTube, Twitter, please do give the show a share because uh, obviously we normally do the live video version on Patreon. So people might not be aware that we're free for all on the on the live video show tonight. So please do share it about. Let the people know. But without no further ado, the man himself, 
ex-Salford City winger, Rodri Giggs. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? Very good. I am. I'm excited to discuss yeah. stuff tonight, mate. We've got lots yeah. to discuss. Um, you know where we've got to start. The first thing I want to know is, will we ever see Cristiano Ronaldo play for Manchester United again, in your opinion? No. He can't come back for it, can he? Um, uh, let, me, yeah. let me let me phrase I, that I think, another way. I think it, it suits all parties. You know, it's obviously not working out from this year. The manager obviously doesn't fancy him, hence he's not played as much. But um, as his performance is justified, if, if take away the refusing to play and stuff, when he has played versus the team without him, has he justified starting at the moment? Because he was injured and he was late starting. No, but you've obviously got to get him, give him games to get him up to speed. And um, but when he has played, he, he, he's, he's missed a few chances. You know, this year you've looked at the chances and thought, "Ooh, the ammonia game could have had an apple." Um, yeah. yeah, so he's missed a few games where you've gone, "Ooh," but is that rustiness because he's not been playing? So everyone always t- goes forward back on his thirty-seven. He's this. He's that. This is not a normal 37-year-old. It's just no. not. No, you're true. Not. But United but, as a team have seemed but, more cohesive but, without him, haven't they? Yeah, they do. But, you know, an unhappy player uh, obviously shows on his performance a happy player and you, and you treat, treat him differently, which probably his career respects. Um, and it's just not been dealt the right way. And ultimately, ultimately they're going to have to go the, the separate ways. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll dive into it a little bit more now. But like we spoke, um, I think it was about a month ago. I, we, You know, you've been in dressing rooms. I've been in various dressing rooms, different sports and stuff. Like if you have one person who's really unhappy, it spreads. Same way we talked about like Aubameyang at Arsenal. Like if you've got a bad egg, it spreads. But someone who's very, very unhappy and is vocal about it in a changing room, that negativity spreads. And if you're trying to, build and like a team spirit and the team do seem more together than they have been in previous years like it can be an issue can't it and I think if I'm one of those players in that in, in the Man United squad I'm not happy after re- looking at that interview but just because it's all of the the progress they've made this year the the attitude has been good pretty good outside it's, of those I think two things I- I think this will work in, in the in the favour that the players will galvanise, realise that he's gone, not have that tension, not have that that atmosphere. Because you know, it, like, touching on your question, I have been in dressing rooms. I've been in dressing rooms with players that like, are not playing or on the bench, and they're, and they're in people's ears because they're not playing and they're just constantly uh, bitching and moaning, and it and, it, and it's. Yeah, it, it can it can be effective and, and disruptive in in the group. So especially with a with an ego and a personality like Ronaldo, so it's not been it's not been easy. But they've had some good performances and some good results. So um, yeah, he's just not helped himself with this with this going going the way about it. He's gone. Yeah, just not very himself. strange. Yeah. Um, interestingly, the background is really irritating. Interestingly, right, is I feel like if he, do you know, if he hadn't criticised Ten Hag and said he didn't have respect for him and that, I do feel like 
the majority of the stuff he said about the actual club and the owners and things like that, I think people, United fans would have got behind, you know, they'd have been happy that he was speaking out on that stuff. But as soon as I heard him criticise and say he had no respect for Ten Hag, I just, that's a problem because yeah. he's the current manager. The fans are behind him on the whole. He's turning things around. He's got rid of some of the deadwood. There's rumours of him getting rid of people like Maguire and stuff in January, which is what people have been, you know, suggesting, shall we say. And I, I do feel like that was the tipping point in terms of where United fans specifically would sort of have backed him or understood what he was saying to maybe being like, no, it's time to go. But you're a United fan, so you'll be able to tell me more in terms of that. But that was the certainly the impression I got. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see it from both sides. But yeah, as soon as you go against the manager, and he's a new manager, and he's doing, he's doing okay. He's, he's not, he's not doing brilliantly, but he's not doing badly. He's doing okay, and he's going on the right track. And Manchester United, I've got a play night identity a, a bit more. He's bringing in quality players. He's getting rid of the bad ones or the, the ones that are not up to scratch that have got us in this position in the first place. So, um. But yeah, as soon as you go against the manager, you, you know, and and ex players, yes, they, they've got, they're, they're not really, you know, Wayne Rooney and Gary Neville are bona fide Manchester United legends. Um, got a, got a, every right to criticise anything that's going on in Manchester United and have an opinion about it. And these people are alpha males. No, not so much Gary Neville, but he's got a mouthpiece now and, and he's, he's, he works for Sky Sports, so that's his job. But Wayne Rooney was on, asking an honest question. I was actually listening to him to the talk sport and he was just given an honest answer. Um, and obviously Ronaldo took it the wrong way, but he's just given an honest answer. Wasn't wasn't slagging him off. A uh, pretty um, classy reply that, that Rooney's come back with. Um, so... You know, it's not personal. It was just someone was asking an opinion. I'd give it, and he's going to give it honestly. What drums to do? Why he's not going to do that? So, yeah, it's. Um, I thought when, um, I thought Gary Neville's response mate was pretty. Uh, yeah, he did a little interview with Sky. Yeah, I watched like, that about. I watched that about a couple of hours ago. Yeah, no, it sounds come across, but that guy never was a politician. He knows what to say. So yeah, he. Um, but he was right in what he said. Um, and I had nowhere for really Ronaldo to go or to come back with it. But, yeah, you can't go against players like these. These are bona fide Manchester United legends and, and they're going to have an opinion. Same as Roy Keane's going to have an opinion. Everyone's going to be different. And Rio Ferdinand. Uh, it's just, you know, everyone's got opinion and people are going to say their piece. Yeah, and I think interestingly as well is um, kind of like Guy Neville's job is to give opinions, isn't it? I guess yeah, his job yeah, to talk that, about exactly. it. Ronaldo refused to play. He left a couple of times before the games were over. So if he gets asked about that, he can't. If he skirted around it, you'd lose respect for him as a pundit because he's skirting around well, but it. He, he, is, he is a pundit, but he's also, like I said, a bona fide Manchester United legend. Go down in history forever and ever. He was part of the class of 92. Uh, and we know what they went on to do. So, yeah, he's, he's, and he's loud in opinion. It's... And it's a strong opinion, so... And, and he wasn't really wrong, really. No, he wasn't wrong uh, at all. No, he wasn't really wrong, but uh, but like I said, I can see both sides. Yeah, what do you make of the... He seemed to be 
saying that the hierarchy at the club, where he missed the preseason tour, didn't he? Um, because his one of his uh, children was ill. I think it was the baby, and yeah. um, he didn't seem to be saying that it was Ten Hag. He seemed to be saying it was the kind of executives were asking, you know, questioning him about it. And I think there was something about his missus being in a different country at the time or whatever. But like, that's that's down to you. That's that is down to United and whoever's. Well, we know man. You know, Manchester United's been poorly run. This is not. A, this is not nothing new. It's not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, it takes a, a manager that that's, that comes in with a strong mind and a strong opinion, a strong philosophy like Ten Hag, to to change it. But it's not an overnight change. It's no. a two, three year plan. So, but um, you know, I'm sure they could put the five hundred grand a week uh, yes. somewhere better placed. You could probably get two strikers with that, and you'd be more than happy with a quarter of a million quid a week. So, um. Yeah. Yeah, it just needs to be sorted out and sorted out quick. They could need to sort it out over the... You know, they, you don't really want them to, to, to sack him. They just want to come to an agreement where, they, you know, they let him go. But, you know, they could, be, they could be pricks about it and sack him and hold his registration for six months. Well, so, they could make him train with the kids, mate. Yeah, there's a lot... They there's really lot, wanted to be petty. I don't think, I don't think they can, they'll do that because it could get messy. And well, they just, took like, his, they've taken his mural down. He's in, the, he's in the, 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 the training facility. It's just, yeah, you just want him out of there so you can just move on. Look at a bang hand. They got him out, moved on. No, six and months later. Yeah. Six months later, it's off the league and the flying. So that could easily happen with United this time next year. So they just need to, to, to act now and get it out of the way. Thank him for his, for, for his services and then move him on his way. I um I saw that they took down the mural outside the grounds uh, today, it, and I saw Piers Morgan said it was petty from the football club. But I actually think the reason they've probably taken it down is more to do with they don't want fans to vandalise it. Well, not vandalising it, but they might have. Might have, the owners might have said, "Get that down. Get they're the owners. They can do what they want. Then they could yeah, have rang someone and said, get that down off my football club.'" And that, that yeah, could be easy. Uh, happened. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think you're right there. Um, I don't think I don't think United fans would vandalize. vandalize. No, no, I I just but, mean you know kids and stuff could, couldn't they? But um, what did you make of the Bruno? Um, do you see the little clip of uh, Ronaldo was like in the yeah, changing room? I don't room? really, don't really. Do you, I think that was Bruno. Bruno knew the cameras were there. I think it was a little joke between themselves. I don't think. I don't read anything into it, to be honest. That's what that's what Bruno said afterwards. It was you know they were talking about something to do with his flight or I don't know. Yeah, but like it just he looked. It was just coincidence. Ronaldo's probably said, "I've come from Manchester, so have you? Why are you were so late?" Yeah, well, someone some along them lines. And uh, yeah, it's nothing. Just you know what this media like? They spin it to like, and it's five different things that could have could it could have meant, and it, and it ends up none of them. It's just completely innocent. Um. I actually think it's a really sad way for Ronaldo's affiliation, certainly for the moment, for, with United to finish. Because when he came back, like, you know, we all knew he was maybe on the brink of going to City or whatever his agent. But it, it, is, it. it is at the minute. Sorry to interrupt. It is at the yeah. minute. But, you know, this is one of the greatest players to ever walk the planet. Two or three years' time, people forget about this. And it'll be, you know, Ronaldo. He'll always be Viva Ronaldo. It's just... Yeah. Uh, Needs a poor taste in the mouth. 
Like, and everyone was buzzing when he got here, and it's just obviously not worked out. But you know, then, he's highlighted a few things that need to be sorted. Obviously, the ground, the training facilities, the chefs, the chefs' cooking facilities. So, yeah, I mean, I know United fans who've been complaining about the state of the stadium for for a couple of years. Like you know, um, Ten Hag is in a bit of a position now, isn't he? Um, because obviously, I felt like when Ronaldo refused to come on as a substitute, I thought Ten Hag, as a new manager as well, in terms of his Manchester United career, I thought he dealt with that so well in the press conference. He dropped him for the next game. Um, he didn't hang him out yeah, to but dry. Then he couldn't catch him the next week. Yeah, that's what's weird about it. And he was captain in the last game he played. But like that he, um, that you know, and the kid didn't play for the rest of the season. It's madness, isn't it? But like he, um, I thought Ten Hag, he could have hung him out to dry in the press when he refused to play, and he didn't really. You know, he yeah, said, "No, no manager's going to do. No manager's really going to do that with a with a top player like Ronaldo on five hundred grand a week. It's just you're carrying a dead weight then, and you just everyone's unhappy. And it, it just makes the the the. Where, but I thought he, I thought he showed that he was strong as well by dropping him though, and I yeah, think we, we've and, seen that. We knew that he was a kind of a disciplinarian anyway, but that's what that's what this club needed. Yeah, needed. and and probably if, if Ronaldo's going to be the fall guy, then so be it. But you know, if he can get rid of him and, and sort him out, then we can sort anyone out. And this is what you need. No one, no one is bigger than the football club or the manager. It's just as soon as you so, start, as soon as people start thinking that, then it's you know, see you later. Well, this was this is my next question. So we saw Fergie with several players over the years, even David Beckham, who was a homegrown player through the academy. You know, yeah, but came... that, one, I, that one I personally think he was wrong about. Yeah, you, they, possibly, they, but Beckham wasn't performance weren't dipping. He wasn't didn't do it out every night. He wasn't doing. No, it was just that he didn't like the relationship he was in. That's it. But but my point being is, in Fergie's eyes, he thought he was bigger than the club. So we got rid of him. Yap Stam. Yeah, I disagree, mate. I disagree. I don't think David David Beckham is a humble person. He would not think that he's bigger than Manchester United. No, no. Yeah, I agree with you. But I'm just saying Fergie thought that. No, he didn't. No, he just didn't like the relationship. He didn't want to control him. And he he couldn't. He couldn't. Right, okay. Okay. But, well, Yap Stam, Roy Keane, who was club captain, they all went when... They weren't, or they were doing damage to the football club or the team or whatever. It doesn't matter who you are. So, I was speaking to a friend of mine who's a United fan today, and he said the obvious thing for Ten Hag to do is to say he never plays for United again. They get rid of him, whatever. Ten Hag comes out really looking strong, blah, blah, blah. However, he also said, on the other hand, if he could have a meeting or something with Ronaldo and say, listen, I understand, you know, they can have like, he can sort out the relationship where he can get the best out with Ronaldo from now to the end of the season. They can repair it. Ronaldo, a fired up Ronaldo wanting to prove a point for the second half of the season could be a massive asset to United. Um, Do you think there's any way that he could do that? Or do you think it's just they've got to cut ties now? Which I actually think is what Ronaldo wants. There's a 5% chance he could do that. Yeah. But a five percent out of ninety-five. Why has he done this? He's done it to get away. Yeah, he wants he's not to go. Done, he's not done it for the drama. He doesn't need the drama. He's done it to get away. 
to cause enough of a stir. He's gone off to Portugal, so we don't have to deal with it back home. It's enough time, and then it's it's December and January, and then he can get go. So he'll never come back to Manchester again. To, to do you reckon, so do you okay. think they cancel his contract, do you, or do you think they I don't know, that's sell him? The they've got to go through it, obviously look through it, obviously see the, the, the interview tonight, and then go from there. Interesting. Um, I actually think it's the best for all concerned. I yeah. thought he probably should have gone in the summer. It yeah. was clear, even though he never said it no publicly. Yeah, well, Sporting Lisbon did, but they didn't want to pay what he was getting. No one, and I think no one was willing to pay that money, and he didn't want to go to you know Saudi Arabia or wherever where they would have paid the money. Can I buy that? Can I go? It's like me going to BMW, going, you know, I've only got an old car's 20 grand, but I've got 15 with you, yeah, yeah. And I feel I felt a bit sorry for Ganacho, who scored his first Premier League goal, the winner in the game. Yeah. The headlines well, the next the, day that's, that's should have all though. been about him. That's that should have all been about him. You know, the ego, the you no, know, I'll do it whenever I want. Yeah, and he did it literally after the, they announced it just after the game, didn't yeah, they? It was the like interview. Eight o'clock, seven, eight o'clock, yeah. Probably, you know, Piers Morgan's got a bit of an ego as well. So he he and let's face it, Piers Morgan is a diehard Arsenal fan, Arsenal top yeah. of the league. So of course he wants to, you know, he's not going to say no. It makes me laugh when he's talking to him, saying, "You know, all these reporters, these journalists, like he was a fucking editor for the Mirror, the Brit." I know he's he done some shady well shit, like over the years. He's the biggest rat in the world. Yeah, it's uh, it's madness. Um, Will says last season he was United's best player, but maybe time's catching up with him a bit now. Like, um, no, it's not. It's just it's just the start of the season. When you miss a pre-season and you miss a lot of games, and you know they look like what they look like in pre-season look really good. Then they come back. Marshall gets injured. Ronaldo's not fit. They get beat four 0 They get beat off Brentford. They get beat off Brighton. And it, you know it's it's all up in the air again. So you've got you've got to have a hit the ground money if you don't have a good pre-season mate it's hard work it's hard work it really is hard work it is good to get the the fitness in especially when you're 36 37 so um yeah it's just it's just hard work don't get um, a good pre-season and you're just playing catch-up until about christmas yeah well, question so much when you when you're playing non-league because it was constant it's like the championship you play saturday wednesday or saturday tuesday saturday tuesday saturday tuesday so you get into the speed of it and you're only training Thursday, but you don't really do much. But it's, it, I suppose it's even worse when it's when it's when it's when you're playing for someone like Manchester United because it's a lot quicker, a lot faster. Um, so, so question, mate, because uh, I know you're like, uh, you know, when it comes to the Ronaldo Messi debate, you're like me, you Ronaldo every time. Have you lost yeah. any kind of respect for him for doing this <laughs> when he did it? Or not? No, 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 no. No, I'm just. I'm just what is this got? What is this got to do? It's like it's, you go go to touch like with, with our kid. What has anything of, of outside got to do with his football career? It's just not. It's just you know you just but people people can't people can't. What's the word? Separate that they can't separate. separate you can't separate. Oh, that's not the word I'm looking for. But yeah, we can use that. Separate things, you know. Um, but no, it's not changed my mind, though. No. That's all. 
Would you like to see him play for United again and leave on good terms? As a like as a United and a Ronaldo fan, would you prefer to see him if they could repair it somehow so he can yeah, leave? Yeah, on in an ideal terms? world, they both come together and say, "Listen, come on, uh, why do you not? We could have a little chat, a grown-up chat." Yeah. I just think it's gone past that now. You know, he's yeah. slagging the owners off, saying, "You know, I've never met him. There's idiots in the executive who want me out." Blah, blah, blah. I think he's just said too much. Now, and we'll see what he's, we'll see what he said tonight. Indeed, it's right. like in a minute. Yes, indeed, mate. So we're gonna have a good old, uh, a good old uh, talk now about the World Cup. Um, interestingly, it's the couple of days before the World Cup starts, and all the talk is about Ronaldo, which I found really interesting. I'm sure FIFA imagine he won thrilled. the World. Imagine he won the World Cup with Portugal. They, they've got a chance, mate. They've got a good side, mm. them, you know. Well, they're the current European champions, aren't they? Yeah, the kid that, that that's that's in the midfield for Felix. Fulham, who looks decent. Uh, they've got obviously Bruno Fernandez. They've got uh, Ruben Diaz at the back. They've got Abdallo. They've got they've got a beast they've Bruno got, Fernandez. Um, they got that Felix, haven't they? From, Gal, um, Gal Felix, yeah, Gal Felix, and another you no know, decent player. So, so yeah, they've got a chance as, as much as anyone. A new feed Ronaldo with his with his bit between his teeth, and he's in the shop window. And well, he's going past him. Would you put it past him to go and get the golden boot, mate? At the end of the no, day, no, not at all, not at all. Um, uh, Senegal forward say Sadio Mane out of the tournament requires surgery on his knee. He's sustained playing for Bayern recently. That's shame. And this mate. is this is the problem, isn't it? With the like the World Cup being where it is, there's you know obviously a knee injury could have happened at any time and surgery and stuff, but. It's the there's a few players missing, so it's uh, it's difficult. Um, what are you looking like when you look at this World Cup outside of you know the Wales, the England and stuff like that, and the big players? What team are you looking forward to watching outside of the usual one? Argentina and Brazil. Yeah, it feels like ages since I've watched like Brazil. Yeah, and uh, people sleep on this Holland team as well. Look at look oh, at. Yeah. Talent team as well. Yes, but, yeah, they got Portugal, France, Belgium. There's a few. There's a few decent sides out there, you know. Yeah. Do you see? Um, Dean Saunders said that he thinks the. Um, in fairness, I think he was getting a bit fed up of the talk sport rhetoric that England are going to walk all over Wales and stuff. Oh but God. he's basically said he thinks England are going to bottle it in the early knockout stage because the pressure's on them. They haven't won for four or five games. Well, they've got it. They've got the easy way. They've got the Iran first, then they've got USA, then they've obviously got us last. Yeah. So by then, they might have been even qualified. We might. We both might be qualified. Um, quick, very, just on a side topic on that. Um, if Wales beat, if Wales win their first two games, so they're through, would yeah. you play the fringe players against England? So, like, would you give Joe Allen a game who's uh, yes. come back from injury? 100%. Would you play all the players moving well? I would change it all. The ones that, are, you know, are the fit lads, you can play, you can keep playing them. Obviously, just give them 60 minutes. But, yeah, I'd give it as many people because you might need them. Yeah. And you might yeah, need like how- throw them in. Get Harry Wilson in there for Anne Ramsey and as many players Ru- as possibly as you can. Get Bale a rest. Yeah, as many players as you can, as many players. Obviously, Bale you could rest. You give it come on the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes, give him a little run out. 
or, or just rest him completely. He's playing every three or four games, so yeah, interesting, uh, mate. Um, so I set you it's a something task. You got to keep an eye on, mate. It's something you got to manage. Cause, yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, mate. But some this is why you say Argentina or Brazil because of some of the squads, even England, they've got strong squads. Yeah, deep squads you know, as well. You, know, you, you can bring, you could put start uh, Foden, Greenish. You know, you start, no, you start Foden, Kane, uh, Saka, or you can start Grealish, Rashford, Mount. There, you know. So, yeah. and then um, there's someone else you missed someone there as well. I can't remember who it was. There's another. There's another forward Cameron player. Wilson. Yeah, there you go. Like there's they they there's so deep. And England, they got a few injuries as well. Um, they got it's a few players it's in form. You worry. It's the centre half you always worry about. Yeah, the centre half. Like yeah, that's why I think you risk three. Harry Maguire if you're the guy Gareth Southgate because he is. That's why I think not play played. three, but that's what I'm saying. Now they've got it easy because they've got Iran the first game, so Kyle Walker can sit out the first one because they'll probably comfortably beat Iran. But then USA, they'll probably need him, and then Wales, they'll probably need him. Yeah, yeah, and Luke but Shaw's he gets hit form trouble and... with his pace. Yeah. Yes, he covers it, doesn't he? Um, yeah. So I set you a bit of a task, mate. With the the, the opening game of the tournament is uh, Qatar versus Ecuador, oh, and uh, barnstorm that absolute barnstorm. Well, I think Ecuador has probably got South Americans and normally got a few good, few good players. I got to be honest, and I as I, you know, you're the you're the expert. I'm just the host, as we discussed previously. But uh, I couldn't tell you one Qatar player. Um, I'm sure Mohammed, that they've Mohammed, got one. Uh, Mohammed, uh, Mohammed, no, I can't remember his surname. One of them's called Mohammed, though. <laughs> e cheeky. Um, I'm sure they've got one or two players playing in, you know, in the top leagues, I'm sure, but I couldn't tell you any of their players. Um, Ecuador are usually, like... They're like uh, they compare them to sort of like uh, like Paraguay, Uruguay. These teams like they're always good technically, and they're always pretty quick, and they'll play decent football. Um, like I'm just looking at their forward line. They've got that um, Enna Valencia and Michael Estrada. That Valencia Enna Enna of Valencia must be getting on a bit now. I would have thought though. Um, they got that Sacido in midfield. Um, trying to think who else I see who else I recognize. I don't read uh, Palacios, um, Felix Torres, don't recognize a great deal of the Ecuador squad, and, and that's just me being honest. But it'll be an interesting game, mate. The last time the two sides played each other, it was 4 3 to Qatar, that was back in 2018. Two goals, and it's a good game, opens the World Cup, and we're off and running, aren't we? And there'll be yeah. another game after it, afterwards, so then we're off, aren't we? Yeah, so you got um, Monday. Uh, let's have a look. Let's bring the fixtures up. So that's the opening game, isn't it? Uh, the Ecuador game, which is on Sunday night, four o'clock UK time, and then on the Monday you've got Senegal and Holland from that group. Obviously, Sadio Mane's out, so that's a big blow for Senegal, I think. Um, because I think he's such a big player for Liverpool previously. Massive blow. It's like having Carrot Bale out on your side. Yes. He's the X Factor, isn't he? Yes. Yes, he is. Um, and like we just talked about, Holland's squad is full of young, super, like superstars, mate. You know? 
Um, we talked a couple of weeks back about Memphis Depay has gone from potential to being a genuine. I don't know if I'd quite say well, he's we'll, see, we'll see what he's about because we I've seen him at United and I won't. We'll, we'll see. He's, he's obviously playing at Barcelona now, but we'll see. Yeah, I saw I saw him play a bit when he was over in France, and um, I was very impressed. But you know, as I've said before, France, the French well, league yeah. is a bit of a bit of a. It can be deceiving, can't it? The French league I, when you as people say that, but I disagree. Me, most most of the players that play in the Premier League come from the French league, so I, I, I disagree. Possibly. But they it's got not, no. It's not, it's not a possibly. That's a fact. I don't most, know, mate. Like outside of the most top, of the players, top most 10. of the players that are playing in the Premier League. Have come from the French league. That is a fact. Mm. But then, are they coming to the Premier League because the standard in the French league is not great? No, they're cherry picking the best players out of the French league, and they're all coming here. Yeah, here. Well, yeah. Holland, like they got that um, the young lad who plays for United, the fullback uh, Malasio. They got Cody Gapro of um, PSV. Um, they got Delit and Van Dyke yeah, at the back. Yeah, we're talking that's over like this year. We we're talking over that. Over, we're talking over the last five or six years. Uh, the, the influx of the of the players um, from um, the French league. You mean from the French league? Yeah. Mm. I actually read that last week. That's what I'm saying with confidence. Interesting that is because, like, my I don't watch a great deal of French league football. I got to be honest, but like. I, I, I that's why when, when that was it when Gabby at Bangalore called the oh, mate, French don't League start a me on him. He, he called he called the French League a farmers league, and then someone come back with a fact with the percentages of the players that are playing the Premier League and the highest percentage were all from the French League. Hmm. Gabby Gabby Ag Bonglahore is one of the worst pundits that Talksport have ever ever employed. He is. <laughs> Disgracefully bad. Oh, mate, he is awful. You know how um, I was, we were taking a piss out of Jamie O'Hara and um, the other one, I can't remember his name now. The other one, like a few months back. Yeah, I would, I I would take them all day. Give me Jamie O'Hara all day. Uh, uh, Gabby had Bonglahoy. Yeah, soon you hear his voice. It's that Birmingham. Nasally. And he doesn't sound the brightest. Shut up, Gabriel, you mong. Uh, he's terrible. Honestly, mate, he's one of the worst pundits I've ever heard. Awful. And his opinions are just, <laughs> half time, they're just bullshit. Like, they're just completely wrong. But um, on the Dutch squad, mate, against... Um, so they play Senegal the first game. They would have looked at that as the trickiest game in the group, I think. Because you'd expect Holland to beat Qatar and Ecuador, I think. And I think Senegal, they'd have looked at that and thought, all right, we need to be on it for that. Obviously, Mane being out of there is a big plus. Um, they've got a good mix of experience and youth. They've got De Litt and they've got Van Dijk at the back. They've got Frankie de Jong in the midfield. They've got Depay. And then you've got like Malassia from United. You've got Gakpro from PSV. Um, there's another one who's a name I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce, a midfielder. Um, so they've got a really good mix. I think the way Van Hal tries to play football suits Dutch footballers. I did, it didn't suit the Premier League, didn't suit United, um, but I think it suits the you know these Dutch players who play a certain way. They're very technical. 
Um, how far can Holland go in this tournament, mate? Do you think? Tell you that they've just named them. They're probably in the top uh, top eight. Who could eight teams who can win it? Them eight teams that I've just named, but they're they're the, you know France, France, Belgium, Argentina, Brazil, England, um, Holland. Who else would it be the name? Portugal, Spain, no. Yeah, no. Spain, Portugal, um, Argentina, Brazil. Yeah, it could be France. Belgium, could be, it could be like eight France. or nine teams. Don't have Holland in there. Oh, yeah. Once you get to the like, quarterfinals, it's going to be really, no, really, could, really you could, you could, tricky. You, know? you, could, you could come first and, and get a, a team that's just getting running but come second, a really, really strong side, and, and be unlucky and get someone in the last 16. You just never know how it works. you just got to, once, once the, the, the group stage is over, then it starts getting going, doesn't it? Yeah, and then knockout stages. You know the group group stages are great, are good, but you know it starts getting going when the thing when the when the uh, knockout stage is going. It gets the penalties or extra time. Oh, it gets nervy, and you feel that you feel that 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 tense atmosphere. Yeah, and I think it's different as well because the leagues like this days, though, there's no flags out, no flags, no fi- flags hanging out of cars or none of no. that business this year. Great. Loving that. Um, interestingly, I think it could depend on the players. The four players are in form because it's like bang in the season. Like for instance, I mentioned Luke Shaw earlier. He is at really good form at the right time, and it's yeah. like days later that he's now going to be playing for England. But well, well, you can have players hitting the ground running, but then you might have players like Joe Allen who hasn't played a game of football all season. You've got players like Harry Maguire who's played one or two and not done very well. They may struggle against the the players no, who have been playing these, because these are experienced players they can get away with it. Your experience sometimes can get you away with it when you've been in this situation and he knows the group, knows the way how they're playing. He's comfortable with everything. He's experienced. He's been about Joao. He's been international for years. He's played at Liverpool under pressure in pressure situations. So I have no issues with Joao. Maybe it's so much a young player. Oh, uh, <laughs> my golden boot. Um, but no, I have no issues with someone like Joanne because you experience, like I say, will get you through it. Adrenaline. I actually, I, I actually think Joanne won't play for Wales until the knockout stage anyway. I think, yeah, you bring him the last 20 minutes, keep the ball, so it, keep it, things safe and experience. Like, well, I don't think he's fit for the first game anyway. Um, no, gonna, but equally, go on. I think, um. Ethan Ampadu, if you moved him to a holding midfielder, which he, I think is where his future will be, like against uh, USA, I think that's the perfect player because he's aggressive and quick and he's exactly what Wales could do with, I think. But I think they like him in defence at the moment, so he'll probably play there. But I would like to see him in, in that holding midfielding role. However, Craig says, and that's what I was about to say, Joe Allen did do a full training session today, um, but he hasn't played. And I just think asking him to play against the uh, United States no, put in a performance no, is too much. Coach, as a manager, if he's been out that long, you're not going to throw him in the deep end. You're going to give, you're going to give him 30 minutes. So it's too look at him to come on last 20, 30 minutes to get some minutes and then possibly start the second game and get him ready for USA. Or no, yeah, Iran. And then obviously... Be, be up and running for the England game if if, the, if needed. He needs to play. Yeah. 
But yeah, he won't he won't he won't start in the first game, not at all. No chance. No. He might, yeah, and like you'd be, you'd hope that Wales could get ahead and then he could bring him on towards the end to give yeah, him some game he, time. He, either way, he can come on last 20 minutes, draw, lose him, win yeah. it. He's that experienced. He, you, you tell him to do a job and he's going to go on and do it. Yeah, interesting. Like I've seen a few people saying, and Craig just mentioned it there, um, Wales are the lowest ranked in the FIFA rankings. They're the lowest ranked in the group. However, to me, I think Wales should beat USA and they should beat Iran. Really, on their day, they shouldn't beat England, but you never know because it's a weird game. Like, how do you make? I mean, is that my like kind of Welsh? Have I got my Welsh head on there? Am I being a bit no, too? Hundred percent. If if both if all teams play to the maximum, then Wales will beat USA and Iran comfortably, in my opinion. Yeah, England, so England, not so much, but. You know, Wales have got to play well. Uh, yes. Play well, that they'll beat both teams, in my opinion. I think so as well. Um, but I see a lot of people on social media and, you know, saying Wales are the lowest ranked team in the group. Who cares about that? They struggle. Really, yeah, FIFA rankings are meaningless, in my opinion. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, really, doesn't really, you know, matter, matter to me. You know, we've just, we've mm. just watched the UFC fight of, of, of the five ranked number, just knocked out number one. He's been number one for three or four years and unbeaten. Yeah, he's, so he's been the champion forever and ever. Yeah. Rob Boyle says the USA game for Wales is make or break for the qualification. Do you agree with that? The first game? Yeah. Yeah, a draw or a win is a must. Not If we, if we, if we lose, then... We're under pressure, but, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I mean... If we lose, we don't qualify. Yeah, and I think if you look back to the Euro 2016, we the first opening game against Slovakia. Yeah, your first game is, is the most important one. You've got to get a good start. If you get beat, then you, you don't want. Against, at the end of the day, you don't want to go into the England game needing to win to stay in the tournament. Simply because when on paper, even just look at the squads, look at what look at what England have left at home. Because if USA USA have beat. USA uh, beat us, and then uh, England obviously beat Iran, and then obviously the last game will be Iran and USA. So, yes. um, I still think England, so England will still need to win that to, to win to, or at least draw it to top the group. So, uh, you know, and even if, like we said before, England's squad's pretty strong, so it doesn't really matter who they are. Do you think England, uh, I could? Could end up being a bit overconfident. Well, it's nearly twenty past eight. Go on, I know, mate. Yeah, this is the last uh, last thing now, and then we'll do quick prediction from the super sex, and then we'll oh. we'll wrap it up, mate. But um, do you think England could uh, slip up in terms of qualifying out of the group? Because you know, no. USA USA beat Iran. I think if USA no. get a point against Wales, no, or... no. <laughs> if they if they don't get out of that group. Gareth Southgate would be sacked before he even touches England ground again. If they don't get out of that group, are you taking the mick? But that's right. No disrespect, you, like, is there Wales, no disrespect, Wales, Iran, and with the team that they have, come on. Well, they should be, but I think... Euro Cup finalists, they should be uh, getting out of there comfortably. They I should. Them, I expect them to at least get seven points. And the, the draw is against us because they do rest a few teams and it's a bit, you know, 
but yeah. they could still easily get nine points. So, but what I would say is right. The Wales versus England game is different to any other game in the group, but it's because it'll be no, no, much at the end when it doesn't really count. But it does if if Wales and USA draw, they both beat Iran, and then if USA was to get a draw against England, say suddenly the it's that not, last game becomes. I know, I know that, but I'm just saying it's not as simple as England beat USA, England beat Wales, like. Because I think both USA and Wales will be bang up for the England, England game. If we're saying we should be, wait, mate, listen to what you're saying. We we've just had a conversation saying if you know Wales are ranked, are ranked lowest, but we and if we play well, we'll beat England. England are probably much better than us, so they will beat USA. Mm. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. They should, but I'm just saying that yeah, USA yeah, will be bang up for it. I know what you're saying, but I just. I just can't see it, but it, it could happen. Well, it mate. could happen. You know, they could be the, the, the USA could have their game of the lives. Iran can defend for the lives. You know, no one expects San Marino to score 15 seconds into a game against England. You no know, one expected Iceland to beat England. Yeah, and knock them exactly. Uh, Iceland are a bit better than 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 uh, Iran, but you know, USA probably on par. Pulisic, Ream, they've got some Premier League players in there. Uh, MLS isn't as crap as it used to be, so there's some good quality there. So it's, they're going to be a good team, and they're going to be lots of energy. Uh, they're, they're under pressure in their own country to, to to come out of this group. So yeah, it's a lot of pressure on them as well. Yeah, you know what, they, you know what they're like. Pressure. You know what the Americans are like. USA, you all that crap. So yeah, they'll be up for the England game, mate, and they already and think they'll be, they'll they'll be up for every game, mate. They'll be up for every game. They already think they've beaten Wales. You ask, I ask, I speak to my American mates all the time about it. They think Wales is like a 2 3 niller. Um, question before we do the super sex Rodri, uh, Rob Boyle says, What does Rodri think of Gabby Agbongla Hall's comments about no Welsh player would get in an England 30? Not the squad, a 30. We've already Can said he's a bit of a bad walks into that squad now. He's talking shit. Who else gets in it for you? Ben Davis? Ben, yeah, Ben Davis. Yeah, is he better than is he better than Chilwell? Yeah. Um. So yeah, you get that squad. Um. I think Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey gets in. A fit Aaron Ramsey gets in. Um. Yeah. The keepers, I don't think so. Um. um who Rondon possibly. And Brennan Brandon Johnson possibly. Brendan Johnson. Who's the guy who plays for? Not, not, um, not yet. Who's the guy who plays for Bournemouth, the centre back? He's been outstanding this year. Uh Meepham. Yeah. There's a there's yeah. a conversation to be had with him. Nico Williams, mate. Nico Williams. No, yeah, but they're, they're strong for right back, so aren't they? So is he gonna, is he better than Trent Alexander? No. Is he better than uh, James? No. Is he better than Cap, about Trent Alexander, Warren, mate. No. Is he better than Trippier? No. No, no. So, yeah. I think in a couple of years he'd definitely get in. I think oh, now yeah, it would be a, a couple of years. Consideration. You've got some experienced players there. Trippier's flying at Newcastle. Trent Alexander at Liverpool. James oh, at Chelsea. So yeah. Trent Alexander, mate, is a liability. Yeah, but he's, he's probably the best distributing right back that's been for a bit. Just just needs to work his defending. What's his job? But Conor oh, made I'm not having that. Uh, Rob just said Nico Williams could do a better job at left back than Luke Shaw. Not having that at all. 
unfortunately. Yeah, no, at the moment, I, I at the Kieran moment. Kieran is no. just as good at left back. That's why he's been took. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kieran, right. Chipper, Kieran Chipper is, is a really good player. So, yeah. Really good. Should, United should have signed him when they had yeah. the chance. Um, Super 6, England Fucking versus Iran. England versus Iran. What's the score going to be? 3-0 England. I've gone 3-0 England as well. I've done mine. Uh, Senegal versus Holland. I've gone 2-0 Holland. Yeah, I've gone 2-0 Holland. Yeah, I've gone 2-0 Holland. Yeah, I've gone 2-0 Holland. 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 Denmark versus Tunisia. Denmark, 3-1. 2-0 Denmark for me. And then lastly, Mexico versus Poland. One nil Poland. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Mexico. Um, right, guys, Rodri's going to chip off now. I'm going to hang around for 10 minutes and uh, answer some questions and talk a bit about Wales and whatever. But uh, Rodders is going to shoot off. Mate, appreciate you joining us and stuff. And uh, we'll see you next week when the World Cup will have begun. And we'll be talking uh, so the first games. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do a, a watch along on one of them. Maybe the England-Wales one. Yeah, that'd be a good one, mate, that would. Yeah, yeah right. let's do that. Right, right sweet, right. mate. Nice one, mate. Take yeah. it easy, my friend. Um, right, guys, if you've got any comments, uh, questions, all the rest of it, get them in and now, and I will answer them. I'll hang around for 10 minutes. Doesn't have to be World Cup-related. Just, uh, just it's a one-man show for for ten minutes. Ask your questions. Speak away. Let's get this overlay off the way. Um, anything football related, podcast related, whatever you want to talk about, let's talk about it. Let's go, my friends. Um, let's have a look at some of these comments. Comments, comments, comments. I don't know, Leslie. What's going on with Middlesbrough? Um, I couldn't tell you where that. What's going on? Let's have a look, shall we? Um, Leslie wants to talk about Middlesbrough. Couldn't even tell you what their last couple of results have been. Um, as always, guys, when it goes to a one-man show, I need your help. need you to send the questions in. Um, I'm going to hang around for 10 minutes or so. So if you want to get involved, get involved. Um, Rob Boyle, if you want to jump in, give me someone to talk to. You can jump in for 10 minutes. Send me a, a messenger and I'll send you the link. Um, Leslie says Borough playing well at the moment. We beat Norwich, beat Norwich away recently. Well, well, well. Let's have a look. Bit of a bit of a, a renaissance. Um, cannot believe, by the way, talking about championship. Cannot believe that Cardiff City didn't try and get Nathan Jones from Luton. And now he's gone to Southampton. Absolute joke, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, because he would have come to Cardiff if they'd asked him. They When they sacked Morrison, Nathan Jones should have gone to Luton and said, we want to speak to your manager. Paid however much it was going to be. And then he wouldn't have gone to Southampton because he'd have already been at Cardiff. Absolute joke. Um, big sh A shout out as well, by the way, to uh, ex-Wales, Swansea, Villa and Middlesbrough defendant uh, Neil Taylor part of that great Welsh squad which uh, qualified and got to the semi-finals of the Euros in 2016 he um, was a great great defender for Wales a really good fullback, he's retired unfortunately he picked up a few injuries but um, 
I was I really used to like him. Um, yeah, Mbappe's been linked with Man United. Leslie, you're right there. Uh, look, if they get rid of Ronaldo, which looks very likely, they're gonna have 500 grand a week wages to spend. What better way to appease the fans than to sign him? Um, would he come? I don't know, but I'll tell you something with the squad that they have already built and got in place, you put Mbappe at the peak of that, like as the num- number nine, that is a, a frightening prospect, I think. For um, how is Michael Carrick doing, Leslie? Tell me what you make of him as uh, the Middlesbrough manager. Sounds like you're saying he's done a pretty good job. We'll have a look at their form now. And um, we'll get Rob Boyle to jump in now, so I've got someone to talk to. But um, as always, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy as ever to to speak to you people. Um, I haven't done many podcasts recently either, like apart from with Rodri. It's been very, very quiet on the podcast front. Um, Leslie says, Michael Carrick's doing an excellent job. He's got him playing. Um, I said he did like... I thought he did a real good job with United when he was the whatever you want, caretaker manager. And I felt like if someone would give him a chance, I thought there was potential there. But for Cardiff, when we were discussing managerial options, I felt like it was a bit of a risk just because Cardiff was still a possibility of going down. Middlesbrough's form is quite interesting. Um, they've won three out of the last four. Drew the other one, and they're up to 14th in the league. Yeah, so he's obviously doing a pretty good job. Um, and I'm, the more I think about the Nathan Jones thing, depresses me. Leslie, how, how far do you think England will get in the World Cup? Because I know you're quite a pessimistic England fan. You don't, you think they're overrated, etc. Like, how far do you think it's possible that that? that England can get, Leslie. I'm genuinely interested in that because and I think they're like kind of overrated really. Um, excuse me while I find uh, where's Robert? Where is he? There he is. Robert hey, Boyle, how are you my friend? How are you mate? How are you back? I'm alright my friend. I'm how are you? I'm back, not going to lie. Oof. I can't believe you suggested Nico Williams is better than Luke Shaw. He will be eventually. Eventually, I believe he will be, but not at the moment, especially the form Shaw's in. Shocking, shocking, mate. Nah. You've been hanging around um, Jordan too much, you have that. How far do you think England can get in this World Cup? If you take off your Welsh blinkers. Yeah. How far? Because I think, right, if you look at the pool of players that England can pick from, I think they've got the biggest pool of quality footballers. Not world-class footballers, but quality footballers in the world. Yeah, pound for pound, mate. The, they've the, got the biggest pool to pick from of oh, yeah. like Premier League or that level, top players out of any other country. I think... And the thing is, the good thing about them now is um, they've got that togetherness. It doesn't seem to be like the club rivalry like it was 10, 15 years ago, does it? You know, where uh, and a lot of ex-players have spoken about it, haven't they? Where United players would stick with themselves, 
Liverpool players stick with themselves, etc. Um, they all seem to be more of a collective group. Um, the thing is, I I don't agree with the Callum Wilson call up. I would have gone Antonio over there. Well, I think one of the reasons I think actually that Tony didn't go. Have you seen he's been because the betting. Yeah. yeah, he's been charged with the betting thing. So I think that might have played something into it. But Callum Wilson is and I know Tony is as well, which is unfortunate. But um they're both bang in form. And I think ultimately, I said the other week, didn't I, that Wales, England, whoever, every team should be trying to take one striker who's not first choice, who's bang in form, because you want that someone who's just absolutely bang. Banging for him to come off a bench, and if England need a goal, they can chuck Callum Wilson up there. Um, what is so, the most positive England fan in the world? Um, Leslie think, uh, he says he'd actually likes Harry Maguire. What he says he likes Harry Maguire. He says, obviously, I hope we do well, but I guarantee we'll fall at the final hurdle. Um, I think the World Cup is a whole different level to the Euros because I think. One, you've got the likes of Argentina, Brazil. You've got the South American teams, like which are really obviously strong. But also, I think, um, like I was speaking to someone the other day, like there's potential that if Wales were to qualify, they could end up playing Senegal. And I think that's a real... I think it's like we could work out we'd play Senegal or Holland. Now, if we played Holland, I'd be confident that we could give them a game like we have recently in the two games we played in the... Nations League. Not saying yeah. we beat them, but I'm saying you never know. On you know, we shouldn't have beat Belgium, but we did. Like on a one-off game, I'd be confident we could play them a good game. Whereas the African teams, we've got little to no experience of playing them. We don't no. play them in friendlies. We don't no. play them in Nations League or anything like that. So like, it's a whole. Yeah, when different... was the last time Wales played an African team? Christ. Did you see, Paul, if you already covered this earlier, but do you see Sadio Mane's out? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that earlier, mate. Come on, catch up, mate. Come on. Oh, sorry, mate. You're, back you're, back only on you're only on for 10 minutes, mate, and you're talking about <laughs> stuff we've already talked about. Come on, mate. <laughs> um, the bookies make England fourth favourites. Uh, wow. I see. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Brazil, Argentina, France. Yeah, I just think I was looking at the Argentina side, mate. They got some players in there, but they got some really good defenders as well. So I just think um, it's it's tricky. Like years ago, the African teams, you know, like Egypt and people like that, they used to get absolutely smashed in the World Cups. But it's just not the case anymore. Like these teams have got like you know, Mane is one of the best forwards in the world. So him being out is a big, big blow for Senegal, but ah, it's, it's difficult. I just look at the list of teams and the groups and I think most groups are relatively predictable. Like Group A, you're going to have Holland and Senegal, I'd expect to go through. Um, I'm just saying, Rob, I think most groups are relatively predictable in terms of who's going to go through. So like Group A is Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal and Netherlands. I'd expect Senegal and Netherlands to go through. However, as I said at the start of the show, Ecuador, Paraguay, these sorts of teams, they're always pretty good technically and quite quick. Yeah. Never know, but I think Senegal and Netherlands go through. 
and then Group B. I think, look, I think England and Wales go through, but I think England have a potential to slip up if they're not professional and they're not on it because both Wales and USA will be bang up to play England. Mm. And if they drop points against those two, they're suddenly under pressure because you'd expect all Wales, USA and England to beat Iran. And then if Wales and USA draw, England could suddenly be under pressure. However, as I said, I think, you know, England and Wales should go through. But USA, I think you can't rule out as well. Um, They're no mugs, man. USA are no mugs. They're not, not, but I just think if Wales turn up, they should beat USA and they should beat Iran. They should, Med. Mm. If they're not beating those teams, then they don't deserve to go to the next stage. USA, mind like I said a minute ago, they think they've already beaten. They think Wales is a walkover. So that's you know, fine. As as saying, that's think fine. Um, group C: Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. I think Argentina and Poland probably, but you can't rule out Mexico. And even the Saudis have got a couple of decent players, so you cannot. It's a difficult group. I think Argentina and Poland probably would go through. Well, I. Got a feeling. I got a feeling. I think Argentina goes out and it'll be Poland and Mexico to go through. Come on, mate. Messi, I, Bala, you got Martinez got and um, in defence. We will talk about this in how long till the group stages end? Three weeks. Two, yeah, three weeks. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> Of all the teams, you think Argentina's the team to go out? Seriously? Yeah, they got it in their locker. Can't have that made at all. I'm right, shocked. Who do you think who do you think's the biggest team to fall, first of all, then in the group stages? Um all right, I'll tell you in a minute. We'll keep going through the groups and I'll all right, what I think. Um but I'm just gonna like the Argentina squad, right? Di Maria, Messi. Um, Laturo Martinez. Um, so you've got a bit of experience there. You've got Dybala, you've got um, then you've got like uh, what's his face? Uh, Martinez, who plays for United in defense. You've got Romero, who plays for Spurs, Otamendi, Molina from Madrid. Um, you've got McAllister, who plays for Brighton. <coughs> It was a really good player. Argentinian name known to mankind. Yeah, no, isn't it? Julian Alvarez, who plays for Man City. They stick got so many superstars, mate. Um, right. So, who do we think is going to go? I think Argentina and Poland will qualify for that group, but Mexico and you know, there's potential for an upset there. Um, then you've got France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia. That's a bit of a ropey one, that is, mate. You'd ex- I'd expect. Expect Tunisia to probably go out, and then Australia, What's France, the group? Denmark. Group D: Australia, France, France will go through. Denmark, Australia. Ah, oh, Australia. I think Denmark will go through. I do. They've got a lot of experience at tournament football. Um, group E: Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. I think Germany and J- Spain would be disgraced if they went out of that group. Let's be honest. But Japan no mugs. No, then they've got some good, you know, top players at top clubs, but Spain and Germany should qualify from that. Oh, group. they should walk that group. They should walk it. 
Um, Group F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco and Croatia. Belgium should go through. And then it's, I think that group is tight. Croatia should, but you just don't know. Do you know what Morocco's going to turn up? Yeah. Uh, group G. It's going to be a, a couple of big teams to fall back. And it's, it always yeah, I'm going to have a look now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. Uh, group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. That's an hard group. That's a big group, that, isn't it? So, as much as I think Brazil are going to go far, there's potential for them to go out in the group stage. Yeah. They've done it. They've, they've failed before. They play Serbia as a tough, tough physical game. Switzerland are no mugs. And Cameroon are no mugs. I, you'd expect Brazil to go through. And I think Dennis out of there. You could have any of the other three. But I think there's there's room for a slip up. That'll be it. I think that'll be one of the games of the round. I will. Brazil, Serbia. Be interesting one, that will. That'll uh, be a physical game, that will. Group H. Is Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea? Jesus, no song though, is it? No, I think Uruguay and Portugal go through from that. They should. Yeah, but I think mate, song Ghana, mate, no mugs. Ghana is good side. South Korea got a couple of decent players. No mugs. Um, I think Portugal will get to at least the semi-finals, and I wouldn't be surprised. To see yeah. him get final, um, especially because Ronaldo's angry, and I just got a feeling he's going to end up getting the golden boot. But we'll see. He likes um, be class, so be dog shit. Yeah, he looks like he might be out with the first game because he's got an illness. But we'll see. I guess I'm just right. So I look at these groups. Admit, I I said it to Rodri just now. He won't have it at all. I think there's potential for England to go out the group, and I tell this you what. There's potential that England could go out to the group stage. And I tell you why. Of course, Roddy's not agree with that. Well, he just said, like, you know, if you look at it on paper, like, basically, they should just go out. But, so the first game, right, say Wales, Wales, USA draw. That's a point each. And then Wales beat Iran and USA beat Iran. England beat Iran. USA draw against England. That means that you, if Wales and USA won the last games, England go out mm. without any major shocks, really. USA will be bang up for playing England, mate. They'll be so up for it. And I just think, same with the Welsh game. If there's anything on the Wales game, like Wales-England game, if there's anything on that, it becomes trickier for England than it is for Wales. Yeah, they, it needs to be it's job be like done before Wales. It's got to be job done before they play us, haven't they, I think. Yeah, but I feel the same for, for Wales. I don't want to play England needing to get a point sure. or a win. So I'd like to beat Iran, beat, it, Wales, uh, beat Iran and Wales. And then, and obviously USA play Iran when we're playing England, which means... You know, if you if the pressure could be on, mate, I'm just I just say potential is all I'm saying. Um, USA and no mugs, they got some you know, Pulisic and a few other players who were decent. Um, did we play with a friendly not so long ago? Uh, 
not sure, but Craig just said USA drew with Uruguay twice in qualifiers. So, I mean, that shows you that they, they got something about them because Uruguay is good. Um, I look at that group, mate, and there's no way I see Argentina going out of that group. Because they, they, they've smashed, um, you know, they beat Saudi Arabia comfortably. Um, let's have a look at the order of their fixtures. I just can't see it, but you've now you've mentioned it. I got to have a proper look. <laughs> um, so I see. So that's interesting. The Poland game is the last game of the group. So they play. So Argentina play Saudi Arabia first. They should win that. Then they play Mexico, which is obviously a South American derby. Could be South so American derby. Let's like, make it a thing. So, like, okay. Argentina, if there's like, so they take three points against Saudi Arabia, say, here, them and Mexico draw, they still got four points going into the Poland game. So, I mean, I just don't see how they don't qualify. I'm um, living rent free in your head now. Yeah, you've, you've pickled me because I can't believe you'd be so ignorant. <laughs> invited you on the show to talk and you talk bollocks right um question for you hold on quickly quick one come on come on fire uh, down, um, Ooh, so who's the next round then so wales get through winners or, uh, Holland or senegal lived from that group oh, shit. uh yeah senegal or holland so and that's what i was saying in some ways i'd rather play holland even though they're the better side but I think if you're given a choice, you've got to choose to play Senegal, haven't you? Like, if you had to choose who you were going to play to stay in the World Cup, I think you'd fancy Wales to beat Senegal more than you'd beat Holland. Yeah. Like, if you played them 100 times, you'd expect Wales to beat Senegal more than they beat Holland, if that makes sense. Especially about Manny. Yeah. Manny is a different story. Yeah, gotcha. Um... Yeah, I just uh, I'm trying to look at these groups. Like, so Holland definitely going to go through from their group. England should go through from their group. Argentina go through from theirs. Maybe France, because like if they they got a few players out, like Pogba and a couple of others. They got in their locker and they to mess up. Um. Craig, correct, you are correct because it should be calling them Netherlands, not Holland. That's like just because I'm used to it from when I was little. Um, You're racist. Yeah, well, there's no need for that. France, <laughs> France, it's got a few injuries. Um, Denmark are good. Australia can be good. And look, all these teams qualified on merit as well, as we've got yeah. remember. So, like. Qatar. Yeah, apart from Qatar, they're, they're you know they're not there just to make up the numbers, so maybe France could be the the big name to fall in the group stage. I mean, um, anything, can, anything can happen, can't it? Like a, Spain, in a, in a Spain group, mate, looks tricky. Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. Like you said, Japan got some good little footballers. Costa Rica, pretty good these days. Not amazing, but they you know they got some mm. good footballers. The keeper um, Navas. Yeah, uh, could Germany or Spain crash out? You never know. I think. Did you see the thing about Spain? Um, so the hey, the Haya didn't get picked, did he, for the Spain group? Didn't he? Uh, for Spain squad, which is incredible in itself. But wow, so I didn't know that. The, the head of the Spanish 
FA or whatever, contacted him the day after the squad was announced and said um, something like, congratulations on your retirement from international football, blah, 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 blah. And he hasn't retired. Shit. What a prick. Like, what a prick move that is, isn't it? Wow. What a dick move that is, that. Disrespectful, mate. And you cannot tell me there's three Spanish keepers who are better than No, not a chance. I know my finest slightest, but he's still probably one of, if not the best keeper in Spain. Mate, he's one of the best keepers in Europe. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's been in awesome for United this year again. So, like Belgium are going to walk their group, Croatia that could go out, I suppose. Brazil will walk their group. Croatia's an Asian team, though, really, isn't it? As well, so. In my opinion, the biggest teams in danger of going out on paper, in my opinion, are Uruguay, uh, Uruguay, Croatia, Germany and Spain, just because of the group they got, France, Argentina. Um, oh, no chance. <laughs> um, and then that's it. That's that's pretty much it. I see all the others going through pretty comfortably. I, I would like to see Wales and England qualify, but I think, I don't think, in my one side, in my heart says, and I said it earlier, I think on, on with a full squad and everything, Wales should beat USA and they should beat Iran. I don't care what the rankings say, we should beat both those teams, but we've got a couple of injuries. Is Ramsey and Bale fully fit? And it might take them a couple of games to get going. However, they always turn up when we need them in the big games. So, like, it's also their last World Cup, certainly Bale's, and I would think Ramsey's as well. So, they're gonna want to go out with a bang. Like, I know it sounds like a negative ninny, but like, I can see us beating America and then just going on to lose to Iran something oh. like that God. I, no, really... do you know I wouldn't be surprised like emotional I, I don't want to sound like a negative dick what? I said emotional damage you're trying to upset emotional me. damage I feel no. you're trying to upset me what's that? If you're just trying to upset me now aren't you? yes I haven't you know, seen you for ages so I've got to make up for lost time just trying to just trying to upset me, like fucking lose to Iran. Well, well, well. No, would you be surprised though? Would you be surprised if that happened? It's a pretty Welsh thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, that's, lose, that's what I'm saying. Lose to lose to Iran and then go and beat England. Yeah, look, I can see us doing America one nil or something like that, and then we go and lose one nil to Iran or something stupid like that. I, I can just. I don't obviously want that to happen, but that'd just be a proper Welsh thing to happen, wouldn't it? I do, however, think Wales got a bit of experience in tournaments now. These this group of players, yeah, yeah. It, I want. I helps. Um, I would like to think we could go into the England game with both teams pretty much qualified, and yeah. then they could bring on, they could give Ruben Corwell, they could give Harry Wilson, they could give. Um, the like Danny Ward or Hennessy, whichever one's not playing, like because you never know when you might need them players later in the tournament. 
Yeah. Um, didn't didn't Ruben go to the Euros? He did and didn't play one minute. He didn't even play in that game, which didn't matter, which was a bit frustrating. Um, Craig makes a point, just as I'm about to wrap up, he says uh, Iran recently drew with Senegal and beat Colombia. I mean... They've got a think... striker, isn't it? It's, the, it's the, the striker from Porto, I think. I, I couldn't tell you what his name is. Dali or something like that? Well, Craig will probably know, eh? Yeah, we shouldn't underestimate him, don't get me wrong, but I just think that Wales should be looking to beat Iran. Like, I just think they should beat him. Um, maybe I'm maybe I'm stupid, sorry, which is strong. I also I just want to say, mate, as well, Colombia yeah. aren't the same Colombia side of like no we were with Hamas, Rodriguez and Falcao and all that. They're not the yeah, same. It's not the same level, but still, you know, they beat them for, you know, and they've drawn with Senegal. So they've they've clearly got something about them. Haven't they got um a British manager? I'm sure they've got like an ex Premier League. I think they're wrong, right, mate. Might, I think you're bang be. on there. I can't think who it is. But I think you're bang, bang on me. Sorry. Yes, mate. Go on then, quickly, because I'm finishing up now. Oh, all right, man. Chilly because. Um, so who's in, like, Iran's qualifying group, Ben? Oh, God, you want me to look at everything. <laughs> Come on, you should be a fountain of all knowledge. You should know this. I'm the host. Rodri's the expert, isn't it? He's the one who does all the research. Um, well, Iran's World Cup qualifying group. What was I? I've got a feeling it's like New Zealand and stuff, isn't it? Um, World Cup qualifications. Right. <clears throat> so, their route to us. So their fixtures to qualify for this World Cup was Syria, uh, United Arab Emirates, South Korea, Lebanon. Yeah. Oh, come on. Of course they should qualify for them. Fuck me. Um, uh, Carlos Quirez is the, Craig says, is the manager. Yeah, that might be where I was getting no, it's, it's a different team member. I know we are on about. There's, there's definitely a, a country... Yeah, it is Carlos Quirez. Um, there's, def no, there's definitely a country of an English manager who's not, obviously, managing an England team. Mm. I can't think who it is. So. Yeah, I think, look, first and foremost, Wales have got to get something from the American game. A win would be perfect, but I think it's essential they don't lose. If they can get a point, I still think if you get a point against America... And you get three against Iran, that still be enough to qualify. Just depending on how, because just don't know, mate. Because like Craig's made me kind of question myself a bit with Iran, and I'm thinking maybe they won't be the walkover that everyone thinks. Because everyone's assuming England's going to beat them, <coughs> we're going to beat them, USA is going to beat them. But imagine they go and beat England or get a point against England in that first game. That's going to open oh. that group up. Could you imagine the scenes? I think... Well, I, mate, look at it I this way, right? If in that first game on Monday, Wales and America draw and Iran and England draw, that group is literally there for the taking from any of the yeah. teams. And that's what I mean. Like, whilst England should not go out from that group, I don't think it's as simple as... England plus one other team. 
be interested, mate, because England haven't won a game as well for like four games, five games. Imagine like, if it's American and Ryan go through like cheese. That'd be fun. But like, be... yeah, well, England haven't won a game for like four games. They're bang out of form. <laughs> they got a few injuries. Harry Maguire's barely kicked the football. And he's been there, like he's been in the team of the tournament for the last two tournaments. But he hasn't kicked the football. So, like, do they risk playing him? I think they will, because Southgate loves his favourite. <laughs> he's going to play that. Cough it up, mate. Cough it up. Oh, but I'm, I'm so rough. Right. Going to wrap it up there. Nice one for jumping on, mate, because Rodri has to chip off. Oh, he's a player. wanted to do a little bit more talking. Um, because I haven't done much podcasting of, of late, but um, gonna leave it there for now. I'm gonna be dropping like a load of shows on the main channel in a couple in a week or two. Just, <coughs> just gonna drop like podcasts. um, just drop them all and people can just watch them at their leisure. Um, because I just I've had enough, so I'm just gonna drop them all and say, drop there you like go. Happy Christmas, Merry Happy Christmas. Enjoy your dinner. Good night. God bless. Ask See, you Tina's point out. See you next year. Um, nice one, mate. Nice one to everyone who joined us. Join us again next Thursday for the football show. We'll be talking about the first games of the season. We also might have an ex-Cardiff City legend. Uh, well, not necessarily a Cardiff City legend, but uh, an ex-Cardiff City footballer. Current footballer as well. Joining myself and Rodri, maybe, and working ah, on it. Working tease. on it, teasing you. Um, but we'll be back on Thursday. We're going to do some watch alongs throughout the World Cup as well. So um, look out for them. Take it easy. Spread the word. Tell the people to watch Rodri gigs on football Thursday nights. Nice one. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs> 